Welcome to the Spot Actor Podcast. I'm Dr. Trevor Cates. On today's podcast, we're talking about how to remove your mask so you can truly reveal your authentic self. Now, of course, I'm talking about figuratively, not a physical mask, but we're going to talk about all about that in the interview today. My guest is Arnita Champion, and at the youthful age of 56 years young, Arnita is a social media personality, business owner, motivational speaker, IFBB professional figure competitor athlete and certified personal trainer. Arnita first came into the fitness spotlight as an athlete at the early age of six years old, where she graced the track with her gazelle-like speed. She continued on through high school, breaking and setting records that remained to be unbroken in the 100 meters, 100 meter hurdles, and the long jump. Arnita Champion is a fitness and wellness influencer, and she wraps her four F words, faith, fitness, food, fashion. And every week, Arnita motivates millions to improve their fitness lifestyle mentally, physically, and spiritually. She encourages her followers to settle for nothing but the best, to take ownership of who they are and know who they are. Arnita holds titles of being an IFBB pro figure competitor, an FM fitness model, a world-class athlete, an all-American hurdler, all-time individual champion, United States track and field elite athlete, national Pan-American champion, a member of the world championship team, and top eight finalists in the 84, 88, and 92 Olympic trials. She's obviously a champion and she's had her struggles too. All of this helps her motivate and inspire others. And that's exactly what she does on today's podcast. Today, Arnita Champion explains what's truly behind the need for people to wear a mask and hide their authentic selves. And she shares how self-love helps heal the process. So please enjoy this interview. Arnita, welcome to the Spot Doctor Podcast. It's so great to have you on. Oh my gosh, it's an honor. It's truly an honor to be on with you. It's, I can't explain, it's just an honor. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. So it's so great to, to connect with you. And we are talking so much about masks these days, yes. wearing masks. And, and there are multiple ways we can wear masks. And so what we're talking about today is not so much the physical mask that people are wearing to protect against the virus, but a different kind of mask. So tell, tell everybody why you wanted to come on and talk about this today, why it's so important to you. You know, it's really, it really, it's so timely because it brings about an awareness of why and when people wear masks and when to take them off. But I found that I was really just dialoguing with some of my friends and I saw them having on their mask and I just began to look at the mask as a symbol for keeping infections out, from keeping um, any type of viruses from, from coming in. But I looked deeper and I saw that masks can also hide things. I never got to saw the smile. I never got to saw the cheeks raise. And it, it, there's a hiding behind masks that we know of. And then there's a hiding behind masks that we really wanna just keep hidden. And I look at that and say, some of us are, I challenge us to remove the mask when it's beneficial for both parties and not just for one or keep them on for one party. 
Right. And so what you're talking more about is a, is about really about being authentic, being your yes. self and more of a, um, a, a sim symbol of a mask, not, not the physical mask, but the, and, and, you know, it is true when we wear the, the face mask, it is hard to tell what people's expressions are. You're having to, you know, smile with your eyes more. Yeah. <laughs> people know that you're happy. Um, but we're talking more about um, more being more of an authentic self, right? And not putting up a facade. You know, I look at it being authentic. What, what is his name? Oscar Wilde said it so poignant. He said it so clearly and it stuck with me. It resonated with me. He said, be yourself because everyone else is taken. And I thought that, and I said, that is so true, but we're afraid to be ourselves. We're afraid to unmask or to reveal who we really are because of that, oh, it's just you, of the insecurities, of the facade of who we want to be portrayed as. And once we are really ourselves, we may not be accepted. And I think that's the fear of it. That's the fear of really unmasking and being authentic. And I would rather, I would rather know who you are face value and to accept that than to put expectations on you that you cannot and will not ever be able to uphold. Mm -hmm. So as, as someone who is in social media a lot and, and, and uh, physical appearance is important with the fitness and I mean, you're yeah. absolutely beautiful. And I think, you know, maybe some people might think, well, that's easy for her to say. Um, she's got it all, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I beg to differ. I think that's where social media has its, um, has its demons, so to speak. Because once you're portrayed as a certain influence or a certain person, you're afraid to come out and showcase or show your real self because it's more so, wow, I didn't know she was like that. Or maybe I'll unfollow her because I really don't want to be associated with that type of person. But that's the risk we run. That's the risk we, we, you know, we run into. I think the, the most important thing that, or the most poignant thing that I ran into is when I really voiced my opinion and showed who I really was as a child of God. And I lost, I think I lost 400 followers within an hour. And I looked at it and I said, you know, it's, that's what it is. I'm just an influencer when they want me to influence them. And that's the key thing that we have to look at. When you really show forth your real character, those followers, they will follow you till the end. And if you look back and find that you have no followers, you're not leading anyone. You're just taking a walk. <laughs> and so it brings up a good question of who should we be following and who really does make a difference in our lives, who impacts us. And, um, and I think these have been really telling times for people to come forward either, um, either in silence or yeah. actually people that are speaking up. And, um, and I know I'm sure I had people unfollow me for some of the things that I've shared. Yeah. Um, I think we all have. And so I think it is important like to, to think about who, who do we follow? Like, who do you follow? You know, and that's a, that's a great point. If everyone 
would actually ask themselves that question, they would find their why. And I always look at what's my why? Because your why will drive you to things that you have no idea how you're going to do it. When you have your why, you don't have to know how because that why is what will drive you of getting up in the morning, working out, eating right. But to address the question, who should we be following? Those like-minded individuals that have the same morals, the same character, the same tenacity, the driven, um, the driven motive, the driven passion of changing lives and not just looking at it and saying, it's all about me. It's all about how many people are following me. It's all about me. It's bigger than you. So I look at following those individuals that impact my life that play a huge part that I can actually ingest it and speak it back out. Mm -hmm. When I'm following someone, I don't want to look at it and not be able to speak it. So it's, it doesn't, doesn't want me any benefit whatsoever. So those individuals that you can actually say, I'm following you back. Wow. So Arnita, you know, these have been such challenging times with the coronavirus and um, you know, the Black Lives Matters movement. And um, so what, how has this impacted you and your voice uh, during all this time? It has really, it, it, it has allowed me to, as this topic, to remove my mask and speak freely, to speak from the heart, because I hurt and there was anger. And there, was, there was bitterness, there was hatred. And I'm being very transparent because I'm human. Mm -hmm. And to look at the issues that are going on in the world today, again, I encourage individuals to unmask, to take off the mask of the pretentious, I'm better, to the, the mask of hiding, the mask of, I'll stay silent because my thing is silence is violence because you're hiding behind or you refuse to aid in someone that's really being brutally attacked or brutally abused. I don't care what color it is, but it has taught me to remove my mask without even looking at the consequences because I know what I stand for and I know who I am and whose I am. So it has taught me to rip the mask off but when I go outside into grocery stores, I put my mask back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the physical mask to protect you from <laughs> you and everyone else. Yeah. So, um, so, so what is it that you've realized that you, I mean, has this changed the way you feel like who you represent and who you are? I do. I do. And I have to, again, I have to be transparent because there was a silence within me because I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the victim, and I'm just being real. I didn't want to be the victim that I knew I would be if I begin to voice what I was really feeling. I, I suppressed a lot of my true feelings of, I am black. I'm a black African-American woman. I'm, I'm, I'm looked at as double minority, but yet and still, I'm having to work harder. I'm having to prove myself when other individuals can just present something and make it happen where I'm looking at it where, you know, it's, it's heart, it's heart wrenching. It's just gut wrenching to find that 
all of my efforts, all of my time, all of my passion for someone, one particular person, it could be one person to shut the door, to shut the door on everything that I've done. And it makes me realize I have to speak out because I've had multiple doors closed. I've hidden behind smiles. I've hidden behind, you know, laughter. I've hidden behind pain and suppressed it so deep where there's a time it's like a volcano where you are going to erupt. And that's, that's where I found myself having to pull over to the side of the road and park because I didn't know what road to go, what fork in the road to go to, because I was totally paralyzed mm-hmm. and, you know, fear, um, uncertainty. Yeah. Well, and, and it's definitely um, challenging, but what you have managed to, to break down that barrier though. I mean, and I think it is good for sometimes silence maybe is a time of inner reflection, figuring out what's really important and what, you know, what we want to share with the world, have that time for some, you know, inner reflection. And we, I think we've all had a little bit more of that being quarantined, is it stuck at home more? Um, But um, so when you were able to come out of some of that silence, like what are some of the things that you've been able to do after that time? It's funny because you think that, oh my gosh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal, I'm going to come out of that silence. But you find that you have more for you than, than, than what's against you. You really have more support. You really have individuals that are saying, I hear you. I see you. And asking the question as I have to commend you, I have to commend you, where you had said, what can I do to help? How can I play a part in supporting you? Instead of just saying, wow, I understand how you feel, because that's the worst thing anyone could ever say. They understand how I feel, or they they can feel, or the the quote, I feel you. Mm -hmm. So I think, the the area where it has helped me is I see that there's more. There's more individuals that are wanting to smash this pandemic, not just COVID, but smash racism, smash it and do away with it than those that want to uphold it. And that, that's what I found. I found that there are more in support than those that are against. Well, and... And that is great news. Um, I, I know it's still got to be challenging to see the people that are resisting it still and see, saying that, you know, racism is a non-issue, um, that that's a thing of the past or um, oblivion about it. Um, I, I think it's very unfortunate, uh, but at least you do know um, that there are a lot of people who want to help and that want to yeah. help support. Um, breaking this whole racism thing down and closing it now. And I think it is a mask. It is a mask that they've had, they've had on and they put multiple masks on individuals that have that, that type of understanding or thought process. They don't have one mask on. They have multiple masks on that they themselves have not put on. It's been given to them or it's been put on them because we're not born with masks. We're not born with racism. We're taught it. 
or it's been given to us or just this is the way it should be by someone that has, you know, that is instilled it in our being. But, you know, we, we, those individuals have a lot of mask on and it's going to take a lot of peeling off, a lot of the mask peeling off, judgment, insecurity, um, anger, bitterness. We don't know what their lives were previous because hurt people hurt people. And I truly believe that. So what do you think? Do you think that there's anything that's going to help with this? I mean, I know it's a lot of it's probably time and, and, you know, people continuing to express and, and share and um, speak up. Um, anything, I mean, anything else you think that's going to be particularly helpful in, in taking off the mask and people being able to speak up and truly be authentic? I think those, those key things that you just mentioned, being authentic and saying, this is who I am, but looking at it and saying, tell me where you feel I'm wrong or teach me, educate me. I think education is key. The, the fear of, I think that, I'm going to put it like this. When I was young, I used to be so afraid of the boogeyman. And so I always thought that it was underneath my bed. And so my mom always said, it's not under there. It's not under there. And it wasn't until she set me down and she said, what are you afraid of? You're afraid of the unknown. That's what fear is, the unknown. Once it's exposed, we don't fear it. Once we know that there's a storm coming, we can prepare for it. Once we know that something's coming about, it, we're educated about it and we can actually embrace it. No, we're not the same. And we can't say, I'm, I'm like you, you're like me. We're not the same. And I think that's when we celebrate that diversity. Diversity is meant to celebrate. But that fear of the unknown is what's driving individuals to remain with their mask on, the uncertainty, the insecurities. Because when people wear masks, I think it heightens the mask that they have on. If you're insecure about your power, you become a bully mm -hmm. because you wanna just over overindulge in that, I don't know how powerful I am, so I'm gonna indulge in just being, having a brick wall up and just bashing out on everyone else. So every mask that we have on, it's exacerbated in our behavior. It's heightened. And most people don't realize that. I studied psychology in, in college, and I know the mind. What the mind sees, the mind believes. My perception is my reality. So what they're perceiving is their reality. It's just a matter of educating educating those individuals, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. So in your experience in the fitness world, um, mm -hmm. how has this been? Yeah, I know. Um, how has um, being an African-American woman in the fitness industry, has it been different for you versus, I mean, do you think it's been different for you? Do you think you were, have been treated differently? I think... And this is the, uh, I always love to be transparent. I think being African-American and a, a, a female, the, the talents that I had was seen as a benefit 
to the other individual, seen as a benefit to the Olympic team, seen as being a benefit. My talents were seen as making them go forward as well. I've never ever had a time where anyone has said, you're black so you can't run. Now I have had a time where individuals have said, you're black and you're gonna run last leg because I know you can run it. Oh. <laughs> but it was used to my benefit because anchor leg was, that's the fastest and you will run down somebody. So I've never had it to where, you know, you're black, so I don't want you to run. It was more, okay, we're going to put you in because we know that that team, we know that you can beat that team. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was for a benefit. I've never seen myself, even in fitness, um, as a personal trainer, um, as a IFBB pro figure competitor, there were little sprinkles within it where, you know, I'm not the skinny, skinny person with the curves. I'm very, I'm what, what they consider a mesomorph. I can put on muscle very easily, but can be seen as, you know, wow, that's, that's abrasive. That's a lot where I was put aside and washed out or depleted, so to speak, for an individual that was tiny, that had long hair, blue eyes, that was fair-skinned, and that looked like a Barbie doll. I didn't look like a Barbie doll. I looked more like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I look at that and I say, you know what, I'm gonna embrace my body. I was fearfully and wonderfully created. I refuse to morph into something that I can't maintain. Health and fitness for me is a lifestyle. I just turned 56 June 6, and I love every ounce of my body, every ounce from head to toe, from the aches I get, from the isms I have, but I embrace it. I embrace who I am, and fitness has been a plus and has been a benefit for me because it's in my blood. It's in my blood and that's my passion. Well, and you know, self-love is an important part of uh, removing the mask because if you don't have that, you can't take, you know, the mask is going to stay on. Yes. I truly believe I'm, I'm starting things that are in the works. So another area, what has come out of this pandemic, what has come out of this whole era at first I said, you know, I've been quarantined, but it has allowed me to be quarantoned, toned not only in my body, but toned in my mind, toned in my thinking. And then you're looking at it as what do I need to do? Or what have I put on the back burner that I really should have been doing? So it's allowed me a time of self-reflection and self-love to say, you're worth doing this. So I am birthing. <laughs> I am, I think I'm in the third trimester. <laughs> of my cookbook it's going to be called because mm -hmm, i'm vegan and i love cooking i love it it's called ingredients of a champion oh, and then i'm looking at mentoring those individuals that have had struggles with their identity that have had struggles with you know their body and it's called learning to fly and that's first love yourself and that's fly those are the acronyms um, it wasn't until 
what friend of mine said, do you know what your name means? And I said, champion? And they said, no, your first name. And it's Arnita. And it means eagle leader. And I am infatuated. I'll, I'll grab this right here. I'm infatuated with eagles. I love eagles. And I never knew that that, oh. that was my name. Mm -hmm. And so I just don't want to fly alone. I want to soar with other eagles. I don't want to just soar alone. I want to soar with my like kind, my like-minded. Because eagles don't soar with buzzards or chickens. They <laughs> soar with other eagles. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. And I love <laughs> Fly first yes. love yourself. Yes. That's amazing. I I love that because it's true. You can't fly if you don't first love yourself. No. No. And I, I think I think one one individual had said to me, a lot of people are saying a lot of things that I'm taking, you know, with it, some of it with a grain of salt and others I'm saying, okay, thank you. But one individual said, if you if you are, if you know who you are, regardless of what individuals call you, you won't answer to it because you know who you are. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, loving yourself starts with, I can have my me time and don't feel guilty about it. Mm -hmm. I can say it's all about me when I know that I need to get me right or I won't be any benefit to anyone else. So that self-love is so important. It's so important where a lot of individuals may see it as being selfish. But that me time, take it. Take it. Even if it's staying in bed an extra hour or just sitting or doing your nails, anything that makes you feel valued. Because it's nothing like hating yourself when others can do that for you. You don't need to add to that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it's so true that people think that this idea of self-love is selfish. That, that <laughs> it's a negative thing and that, oh, that's um and where does that come from? Why can't we love ourselves? Why I I understand the idea of narcissism if you get too obsessed with yourself and you never but that's different. I mean what, how would you explain to someone the difference between, you know, being narcissistic and self-absorbed versus self-love? You know what? It's, it's simple. We have been, we actually, we, we do it every day. We, we build up negative things about ourselves every single day. It's just like if I were to say, oh my gosh, Dr. Cates, you are beautiful. The first thing that person, the first thing you would say is, oh, girl, <laughs> and you shut yourself down. <laughs> Someone has just given you a compliment, but you don't want to receive that self-love that they're giving you so that you can take it in and look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. When's the last time you've looked in the mirror and say, oh, you got it going on. You are beautiful. And we tend to do that. We tend to say what we don't want instead of saying what we do want instead of saying i don't want to be late instead of saying i want to be on time we say i don't want to be late i don't want to be late i don't want to be late and we are late <laughs> so we, we 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 have to reprogram ourselves uh, as to looking at speaking the positive and speaking what we want 
because we truly want to be loved. We want to be seen as valued and lifted up, which we should be. Mm-hmm. But it's we have we have to start lifting up ourselves because when someone walks by and say, "Gosh, you look horrible," really, you'll accept it. You say, "I do," mm-hmm. instead of, "No, I don't." Yeah, beautiful. I just have my moments. I've parked a little bit, but. I'm doing good. I'm still standing. So, yeah, I would say you have to start with yourself and start reprogramming, catching yourself when someone gives you a compliment and see how many times you block that compliment. Mm -hmm. See how many times you wash that compliment out and see how many times you actually start to say it to other people when you first see them. Oh, you look beautiful. I just have on these baggy pants or this, this old ring or whatever. Stop. <laughs> and you mentioned that we all, we all just want to be loved. And I think it's important to realize that you're more lovable. We're all more lovable when we, when we start with self-love. Like it just sort of like when you, when you have the self-love and you have the self-care, the self-honoring, people feel it, they see it, and then they, like, they're drawn to it, and, and you, you become more lovable, and we are all, all that in, in our nature, we're born lovable, right, it's not, yes. not like some of us are, and some of us aren't, but it just, like, it draws, pe- people are drawn to you when you take that time for yourself, right? You are absolutely right, you're absolutely right, when people see the value that you take within yourself, they're drawn to that, it's like, what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) How do you do it? What are you doing? And you can go look at another person and see that same person not groomed, just slunched over, just, you know, really down countenance, just not accepting any type of compliments. And you'll actually say, "Mm, I don't, I'm going to just bypass that person or I don't want any part of it. They got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's identifiable. It's truly identifiable. You treat others as you would have them do unto you. And you do unto yourself as you would have them do unto you. You wouldn't walk outside and just throw mud all over yourself, but you'll allow others to do that. And you'll allow others to transform that, that switcheroo. You'll begin to say, I'm just, I'm nothing. I can't do anything. It's, it's impossible. I can't do it. When I'm training individuals and they say, I can't, I said, I have some cans. We're going to open up some cans right now. Mm-hmm. Ants are not here. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of just rethinking the mind, whatever you tell it to do, it will do it. It will do it. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to tell you this cute story that I told my daughter when she was being potty trained. <laughs> and she said, mom, um, I don't think I can, I don't think I can use the bathroom at night. I said, why? She said, because when I'm in bed, I actually see myself on the potty and I use the restroom. I, I potty. And I thought back to myself, that's what happened when I was young. You use you 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 wet the bed because you think your mind says that you're on the you're on the potty. 
And so you just begin to use the restroom. Whatever your mind sees, your body will follow suit. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believe. Yeah, no, and so, and, and so I'm sure that's something that helped her overcome. And, and oh, yes. Overcome is, um, yeah, it's that the mind is powerful. And, it is. Um, and, and also who we have around us is important too, to um, help inspire us. And, and so having people like you to help inspire us to be our better selves and to take off the mask and start with self-love. I, I love all the messages you've shared today, Arnita. Thank you so much for oh, the eagle leader, eagle leader that you are. <laughs> I love that. Can you thank tell you. everyone where they can learn more about you, how they can find you? Yes. On my social media platform for Instagram, it is be a champ. It looks like beach amp, <laughs> but it's be a champ underscore IFBB pro. On my Facebook, it's The Arnita Champion. My website is www.arnitachampion.com. And my YouTube, which I love that, that's where all of my workout and motivational speaking messages are, that's Arnita Champion as well. I wanted to keep it simple, Arnita Champion. (laughs) That's perfect. All right, again, Arnita, thanks for coming on and sharing your inspiration. Truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. A shout out to you. Thank you so much for being willing to hear. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed this interview today with Arnita Champion. To learn more about her, you can go to thespadoctor.com, go to the podcast page with her interview, and you'll find all the information and links there. And while you're there, I invite you to join the Spot Doctor community so you don't miss your upcoming shows and information. And I also encourage you to take the skin quiz to find out what your skin personality type is and what messages your skin might be trying to tell you about your health, what you can do about it at theskinquiz.com. Also, I invite you to join the Spot Doctor on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Pinterest. You can join the conversation there. And I'll see you next time on the Spot Doctor podcast.